Hey there, welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we highlight the business side of art to help you increase sales, attract more customers, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and today we have a very special episode of Quit Your Day Job with Habak Ibrahim, and we are highlighting her as a Minnesota-based muralist who joined the Academy and not long after I opened the doors a little bit over two years ago. She attended both mural meetups, and I've had the privilege of watching her grow from a beginner artist to a now a full-time muralist. What I love about Habak is she's not scared to share the numbers and how much she planned and how much she saved and her fears behind everything and her doubts and all of the things. And I think somebody is going to need to hear this today. Hopefully somebody who is maybe on the verge of going full-time or somebody who maybe doesn't think it's quite that possible because everybody around you is telling you it's not possible. So I hope that she can be a little bit of light for those out there that fit that little bubble. But let me know what you think of this week's episode with Bach. Okay, yeah, so if you could start off by introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what do you do for anybody who happened to not listen to your interview uh, about a year and a half ago when we first did that. Yeah, my name's Habak Ibrahim. I'm a a muralist mainly. I don't do many other things. I just love murals and painting seems a little, little small to me. I like the big walls. I've been a youth worker for seven years and I just quit two months ago. And so now I'm just doing art. I'll probably still be doing some youth work, but for now, just focusing on art. And I'm from Minneapolis. Awesome. As my background says. Yeah. (laughs) So you joined the Academy, was it about two years ago? Yeah. And we did your first um, interview here live on Instagram. And then we met at the first mural meetup. We met there. And then the second one, you came to that one too. And now you're (laughs) full-time and doing the full-time artist thing. So let's talk about like really focus on that transition that you just made. Like those raw feelings of like nervousness and like excitement and like what were you feeling when you were here just recently like thinking about going full-time honestly just a lot of fear of I mean I knew things would be fine but most people are like are you crazy you because I worked at a library which is a government job so I had really good benefits and people where I live are I mean everywhere they're just like you give that up and they almost think something's wrong with you. And I still get people who tell me to go back to college, which I'm like, what? <laughs> I studied philosophy. So that's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I just was a lot of reservations about would I have enough work? I saved a lot of money, but then there's still those fears in the back of your head of like, am I going to have enough? And I didn't grow up with a lot of money. And so that factors into it when you have like a weird money mindset, which I'm much better about now, but I had to overcome that in order to just say, you know what, I'm just going to take the risk because this is what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't really have that safety net as much as, you know, people who maybe grow up with money have. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's scary, but I remember we were talking about this at the mural meetup this summer. And I remember you messaging me about it here on Instagram. And you were talking about how you had certain things lined up. Well, so a lot of people are curious, like when is the right time in terms of numbers? Like you said, you had some stuff saved up and some jobs upcoming. How many jobs did you have that were 
coming up or how much did you like approximately did you have saved up at the time where you um, were full time? Yeah, I had a little over six months of income saved. So my rent and groceries and then a little cushion for in case of emergencies. And so I saved up quite a bit, probably, I think I saved like almost, yeah, 18,000. And I felt comfortable with that. I was risk averse because I was like, oh gosh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. And so, you know, now I'm like using my savings a bit, but not really because I have jobs lined up. And now I have, I'm pretty booked through the winter. I'm taking some time off in December so I can really focus on where I want to go with my business. But, you know, I was to the point where I didn't get much sleep because I had to work a full-time job. And then every day after work, I was going to paint. And so I was, it was getting to the point where it was stressful and I just had to pick one. And so I think if you're really booked and you're stressed about, I can't get all these commissions done, then it's probably a good time to quit and then, you know, focus on those. And the more your name is out there, things just seem to line up when you decide that you're ready for it. And you're like, I'm just going to do it. We'll see what happens. And then I feel like the universe kind of hears that and is like, here's all this money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the universe is like, okay, thanks. Thanks for taking the risk. Now let me like help you out and reward you a little bit by like, here's, yeah. here's this brand new job that I'm going to gift you that you might, we would not have had time for if you're working a full-time job kind of a thing. <laughs> yes. Cool. So how, what is the future like right now? So you're booked for the next while or like month or? I have like two months of work and then I have a couple of big projects in the spring that I'm working on. One of them might be a $10,000 mural, which has been my big goal for the last year. And so I'm super excited. And my, I try to get at least five grand a month to feel comfortable and to know that, okay, things are going all right. And so I've been hitting those. So I'm like, okay, what was I so scared of? That's like two murals, you know? So true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like approximately how much were you making at your job beforehand? Because I know that benefits are really good too, but like I mean, money in terms of money, like how much were you making then versus how much you're making now? Not that much. I was making like 30 grand a year, which is like, eh, that's not that much. I mean, if you, my rent is low and it was manageable for me, but I'm, I don't want to live a life making 30,000 a year. That's just not how I want to live. You know, I would love to make a hundred thousand a year. So We'll see if next year I can make that happen. But now I'm making probably three and a half times what I was making at the library. That's amazing. In terms of like monthly income, I'm not, I won't quite hit 100000 this year, maybe seventy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Which is crazy because I only started getting jobs in like this summer. Really? Yeah. Huh. I've just done so much. I'm like, how is this? What? It's crazy because I did... I almost get my bank account in shock sometimes. I'm like, there's money in there. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so awesome. Wow. Yeah. I am excited to see what you're going to make next year as well. Whereas when you're, your time isn't going to be as much spent at the, at the library and more so just doing murals. So mm -hmm. I hit the, the, the $100,000 mark back in like maybe just before September of this year. And so ever since then, I've just kind of like, 
chilled and like, but to have that financial freedom, it's just like a weight off of your shoulders. You know, yeah. it's just, it really, as I, with you, like didn't grow up with money and just, but it, you just have that safety blanket that you created for yourself is what it feels like. And yeah. it's just been kind of like, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll write a book. Maybe like, I don't have to take on a ton of murals, but maybe I'll try that. Mm-hmm. Just, but it does. It's just, I mean, they say like money doesn't solve all problems, but it like kind of does. <laughs> Not- yeah. It's a lot more relaxing when you don't have to worry about like, oh, I want to go out and buy this thing. And it's like, you're like, oh, that's fine. I can afford that. And, you know, living expenses and healthcare and all that stuff. And you don't have to really think about how much it costs. And it's like, I'm not really rich over here yet, but I'm stable. And so that's, that's just a good feeling. Yeah. I share that to just tell you too, that it's completely possible for you to make a hundred grand. And even before the year is over, you know, like, and I'd give it, if you don't next year, then it's, it'll be the next year, you know, (laughs) there's just like jobs just keep, keep getting bigger and bigger. So you mentioned that you set yourself a goal of doing a $10,000 mural. Where did that come from? And what is the one that's coming up that might be it? It just sounds awesome to be like, I made 10,000 on one mural. That's cool. My ultimate life goal, as crazy as it is, is to make 100000 on a mural. And I'm like, maybe I will never make that, but I'm just going to keep that in mind. And so we'll see. It's been done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark Jacobs got a mural for 125000 So I'm like, okay, someone is buying murals for that much. And I came up with that number because I just always want to set goals that are higher than I think I can get at the time because it kind of puts your mind in a place where you think you can. But if you set your goal really small, like I want to make five grand on a mural, like that's good money, but that's not like a crazy goal. And so I always want to have like ridiculous goals that people are like, okay, I just kind of like, I get a little giggle. I'm like, oh, that'll be, that would be so cool. (laughs) And the mural that I might get for that is this big shed for a tree plantment facility, or it's like a one guy owns it and he wants like a bunch of leaves and botanical stuff which I love and it's like an 80 feet by 20 feet so it's pretty big and wants a lot of stuff on there and so hopefully next spring that will that will work out for me that's just in the works so I don't know yet yeah yeah crossed our fingers put it putting it out there like it'll happen <laughs> and it, if that one doesn't happen then another one another ten thousand dollar mural is going to happen eventually because that's just how oh, it yeah. works <laughs> it's so funny too to, like talking about like making that amount around people who I don't make that amount too because I was talking to some of my good friends and I was like so I was thinking about bidding this at like I don't know like I can't decide between five thousand or seven thousand and they're just looking at me like what <laughs> yeah like, oh yeah sorry I forget that it's like not a normal thing. And then I talked to Ryan yeah. and he's like, charge him more. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he used to be like more money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is funny. I mean, people have a, a weird mindset that we grew up with here that you almost don't even want to ask for a raise. And I've kind of been forcing myself to just get over that and charge what I think is appropriate. Like for this job, I'm doing like two pretty big walls and I quoted them at like seven grand and they, they didn't quite have that. And so, you know, I'm doing it for like a slightly lower budget, but I wasn't afraid to ask for that so that, you know, I could get, you know, what at least close to what I think the mural is worth. And so I think a year ago I would have been like, um, is 3000 too much? And now I'm like, that's not enough for, you know, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. So how are you finding these customers or how are, how are customers finding you? Honestly, word of mouth, mostly 
which is still crazy to me. I know a lot of people, I talk to a lot of people being like a youth worker and just being like a community type of person. Like I go to different events and talk to a lot of people. And so the more people that know who you are, the bigger pool of people who might potentially need some work from you. And so I make it a point anytime I go to a restaurant or like find a business owner somewhere when I'm just out and about that I always give them my, my business card. And like, I won't wait for the opportunity. I'll just bring it up. Because <laughs> I'm like, hi, I'm an artist. And they're like, oh, okay. Usually they're like, that's cool. Sometimes they're like, that's weird that you're giving your business card. But I'm like, whatever. I mean, more often than not, like they want something now or down the road, they might want something and then they know me. And that's how I got some of my biggest jobs was just talking to business owners. And then later down the road, one guy, I did three murals for him in three of his businesses. And that's just because I asked him like, hey, do you want a mural? And he was like, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that you can just talk. Yeah, you, you are you are very, very personable in, in person too and just like warm. <laughs> and that just, I think that goes really far, like just being likable. And it, if somebody even thinks they're not likable, like just smile, <laughs> then you become likable. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing people. is, it's, it's not like even, like people think sales is like scummy and soliciting, but when you really believe in what you're providing people, like I want to create beautiful spaces for people. I want them to have a good time when they go to a restaurant and they see my mural. And I think just believing what you have to offer is like, you're actually increasing the value of their life or like their business and you're bringing them more customers with aesthetics. And it's like, it's an important job. And if you don't ask people to do it, someone else is going to, and you're just not going to get those opportunities. Yeah, so true. Yeah, there's so much to be said about just like, having a conversation, not even just like trying to get money out of someone, not even thinking of it like that. It's just, you know, it's an exchange of you need what I have and, and I would appreciate your business. It's not even, yeah, it's not even salesy. It's an exchange of value. It really is. And that's like the business books I'm reading talking, but that really is true. It's like they value the mural more than they value that money. And like, you do want that money because you need to live, but then you're also providing them something beautiful. And so it's like, you really both win. Yeah, so true. I love it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, and I remember the first time I had met you, like we were just talking about like the possibilities of, you know, what, what you can do. And then just seeing the fire lit underneath you, like it, whenever you went back home and then I could just tell, I was like, this is, it's going to be something, you know, it's going to, she's going to make something of this. I wasn't sure if you were going to go down the mural route or the, or the canvas commissions, but you've really taken off with the murals and it's very fun to watch. <laughs> so why, why murals over everything else? Cause you, you've tried other things and why, why murals? Yeah, I've done like chalk art and done some painting, which I'm okay with painting, but murals are just, they're big and they fill up a lot of space. And it's like, to me, a mural is like stepping into a painting. It's a different experience than something on canvas where someone can be in a space and they can take photos with it. They can really interact with it. And I just love that. It's, I've always loved seeing murals as a kid. And even as an adult, I would look for places with cool wall art, like restaurants that I would go to. And so I feel like I'm giving people what I've always really wanted. And, you know, I can provide people with something awesome that I would look for in a space. And so I think it's just like the coolest way to express yourself. Yeah, 
Yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah. So do you have anything that I guess you've gone through through this experience that has like stood out to you or any bits of advice that you would want to give someone who might be in your shoes or were actually in your shoes several months ago of like, okay, I want to make this full time and I'm starting to save, but I don't really know when to do it. And like, oh, is it going to work mm-hmm. out? Like, do you have any advice for them? Yeah, it's just going to be slow at first. And it's not going to seem like a good idea at first. And you're going to think you're crazy. But I promise you, if you just stick with it and do it little by little and don't try to rush it, because if I tried to quit last year, I think that just wasn't the right time for me. There was a lot of things I didn't know how to do, like talk to customers, how to deal with difficult situations with contracts and things like that. And so I did a lot of research before quitting. I read a lot of books, watched a lot of videos from Andrea and other mirrorless that I think are really cool and just have like a personality online and are doing it, which is something I'm still trying to work on. But I think just have faith that it'll work out because if you give up too early, like, I don't know, 10 years down the road, you're going to be thinking like, what if I had quit my job? And, you know, what if I did become a mirrorless or a painter? Where would I be now? Versus you're sitting at a job that you might not find fulfilling which I loved my job even, but it wasn't enough. You know, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And so if you have that feeling that you're like, this isn't what I want to do, you kind of owe it to yourself to try it out. And if it's not one art thing or not one type of business, then try another, you know, it's like you have your whole life. So you just got to just try different things. Yeah, so true. And I just want to emphasize the whole slow thing too. Like everybody wants to join join the academy. And then in, in a month, if the magic hasn't happened, they're just like, what am I doing wrong? And I'm like, just give it time. Like it's, mm-hmm. that's the time is going to pass anyway. And so it's we might true. as well just be a little productive every day and eventually things will yeah. kind of just, and then eventually you, you get that, the word of mouth thing. That's yeah. And you need like, you know, you need a track record. People need to trust you because if I had only done one mural, most of these people wouldn't have hired me. And so keeping in mind that people don't owe you business, you know, you're not entitled to work. It's cool when someone does believe in what you're doing and they want to pay for your services, but, you know, getting frustrated that you're not getting enough likes or views, like that's not a very helpful mindset. And I stay away from that when things aren't going well. I'm like, well, let me just see what, you know, I could be doing better and then try different things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just like looking on the positive side of it instead of like what's going wrong, you know? Like being negative sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just not fun. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I am currently writing this book about called Mural Money. It's about how to get people started yes. just exactly like you. And is there any bit of advice that you've heard that you've read in a book or heard on the podcast or something that needs to be included in this? There's anything that you've like heard that made you change your mind about something or? It's hard to say because there's so many good things. I have this little like book of quotes, but I, I just love when people like you, Andrew, emphasize the long game. And I'm sure that's all over the book, but that's probably one of the most important things. And when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, okay. I could relax a little bit because, you know, you're thinking like, when is this going to happen? And it's like, well, if you work hard enough and you try hard enough, it's like, there's no world in which that's not going to pay off in some way. And so just having faith and sticking it out, because that's really the difference between people who are successful and are not successful is like how much of that like painful experience in between and all like in the whole experience, are you willing to take on and just work through? 
because you're not going to feel good all the time. Like you're going to feel crappy probably like 30, 40% of the time of thinking like, should I just quit? And like, <laughs> I think that today, even sometimes I'm like, I don't want to do this, even though I love this. Sometimes you just don't want to do it. And that's not a sign that like, you should quit. That's like, honestly, a sign that like you're in it because you're like, all right, I'm dealing with this. We're going to get through this frustrating part. It's like, whatever, it's your whole life. So you just, you just keep going. That's so true. And I feel like once you master one thing of like murals or whatnot, and things are like, it's not hard very much, then you like go looking for other things. That, that's what I do. I'm like, maybe I'll just write a book. <laughs> like Now I'm going through the whole like, ah, thing of writing a book. And then you, but yeah, you just, that's just life. And I feel like we, yeah. we like the drama a little bit or it makes us grow. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> we, we know the drama makes us grow. So we like go yeah. for it. <laughs> and we always want increase, you know, like we always want to do better. And that's Mm -hmm. not selfish. That's just how humans are. Once you get used to something, you're like, cool, what else? You know, like you make hundred thousand a year. You're like now, okay, I want to do something else. I want to make more money or get into a whole different field. And it's like, that's cool. Yeah. Self-improvement constant. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's really all I have today. Is there anything else you want to add to it or anything before we say Goodbye. I mean, you did great. And I just, I think you are such an inspiration to so many, especially because I know that we talked to us a lot about how like a lot of people around you, like weren't like, yeah, go for it. They were all like, almost all of them were like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Yes. So you didn't really have like the family or like, well, anybody around you of like close friends or what I'm just being like, yeah, let's do this together. You were just like, I feel like I'm kind of doing this sort of alone. Which, I mean, which is why we're like having a community helps and all of that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I think, you know, for anybody in that, in that situation, like, I think you're such a great example for that exact thing. Yeah, I think that just comes with find your community online if you can't find it in your physical space, like being part of Artist Academy, watching Andrea's videos and just watching other muralists that puts it in your head that's like, well, there are people doing it. It's not impossible. It's not crazy. And you just like, be mindful of what you're putting into your head by like what you're watching and who you're listening to, because people will always doubt you. But if you watch like positive people who are just saying that you can, then I think it's just a lot more likely that you can. And I have one question for you, Andrea, is how you didn't have like social media or coaches or (laughs) stuff like that really when you were starting. And so how did you navigate that? Like, did people think being a muralist was crazy when you said you wanted to do that. Yeah. So I wanted to be full-time artist, but I just, I don't know. I just, I didn't know anybody that was doing it. So I just kind of did a little bit at a time, like just like really scared and started making all these excuses. And then I, I got a a really lucky break and I I got hired for, for Bass Pro Shops. And so that really just, that got me into the muralist atmosphere. But even then when I was there, like a lot of the muralists that I was working with were saying that there was no work outside of this, you know, Bass Pro and there was nothing. That's why they were there. So when work slowed down for them and I got, you know, back to Springfield and I was like, Oh crap. Like I literally had the opposite. (laughs) Like everybody was telling, even artists were telling me, nope, can't do it. (laughs) So I was like, okay, but like, I'm not going, I'm not doing any other job because once you got a a little taste of it, I was like, I'm not going back. So, and then really just having, having Ryan help a lot. He, I mean, he didn't even really see the future as much, but he would help get, help me like talk to people. And he, Mm -hmm. he just, he saw how much I wanted it. And he was like, okay, like, you'll figure it out. Like, well, you'll do it. And now, like now people are like, 
of course you can do it. And we always knew. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, it was very stressful. It was ext- extremely stressful, actually. And which is why I am so passionate about talking to other artists like you and starting the Artist Academy and being like, you can do this. Because I remember how just like sad I would get and like just doubtful and, mm-hmm. you know, and just making up all these excuses about needing to move if I, to make money and which is so not true. Like it's all not true. <laughs> yeah. No one shows themselves crying on Instagram. Yeah. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like three years that they were scared to death. They're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I have a ugly cry face. That would not be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, but it all works out. Yeah. And just like you said, like, as long as you try, at least a little bit all the time, like it'll all just, it will work out. But it's just like the people I think that like, if you stay in your head and you make all those excuses and you don't try because you believe you're the things that people are telling you or that you're telling yourself, then that's where it stops. But it's just taking little bits of action. Cause like, I mean, I got my, my lucky break getting Feta Vaspro, but it, but before that I was getting out there and painting windows and like trying, mm-hmm. thinking that I could maybe do it part-time, you know, at yeah. best. And then yeah. at least that thought of part-time like ended up working out, but yeah. Yeah, Bass Pro didn't just like come to your door and be like, no. hey, could you maybe do this? Yeah, <laughs> they didn't ask me if I could paint, like they knew, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know? But yeah, no, I'm so excited to see what opportunities come to your door because you're out there and you're doing the things, you know, and like what big companies you're gonna work for. And <laughs> we should do this again in like a year to see where you're at. <laughs> Yes, a hundred thousand dollars later. <laughs> yes, that, that'll be the next series, like the ones to hit a hundred thousand dollars a year. We'll do like another oh, yeah. series for it because it's That'd gonna happen. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your Monday. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us. Yeah. And can you just say where can people find you if they would like to follow you and watch your artist journey? Yeah, so mostly on Instagram, Moon Juice Art. I also have a website, Moon Juice Murals, which is mostly up to date. It's the same stuff, just nicer presentation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more legit than like social media. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, follower on all things. And I'm excited. I'm excited to watch you as well. So yeah, oh, I will. You. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. I'll see you inside the Academy. And uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye. Alrighty, that is it. Thanks for listening to another show all about how to quit your day job here on the Artist Academy podcast. Now, if you are inspired and you're like, all right, I'm raising my hand, maybe I need a little bit of help with my mural career or art career, selling things, finding customers, all the things, I would love to help you out. So just go to artistacademy.co. That's artistacademy.co. And you'll see a bunch of stuff. You'll see a mural training. You'll see a way to apply and join us for the fourth quarter success plan. We have what you need to get you started in the art career because really once you get started, then the rest is a lot easier. It's just finding that starting point is really tough sometimes. But yeah, and also if you liked this episode and you want to review the podcast, I would say Thank you so much because I am offering a shout out on my Instagram for a podcast review. So if you review this podcast or if you share it on Instagram or anything, just tag me and I will shout you out on my Instagram of over 70,000 
people, followers, you know. And so just basically just a thank you for helping me and I'll help you kind of a thing. Okay. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you next time.